as the new years begin, a lot of people start to do the likes, you know, we do the new year resolution. I say in this new year, I want to make sure that I stop drinking. In this new year, I want to make pick up earlier habits. In this new year, I want to do this. And in this new year, I want to do that. A lot of things happen and a lot of people say a lot of things when it comes to making New Year's resolution. But are we able to keep this? And what exactly is the psychology behind us making this New Year's resolution? Well, today with me is Olusha Gwodufuwa. Olusha Gwodufuwa is a performance coach, is a speaker, a mediator, counselor, and inspirational leader who is passionate about making a difference in the life of other people, as well as helping them to achieve their personal and professional goals. Olushegu is an emerging voice in positive psychology with particular focus in resilience, optimism, and pessimism. He is highly revered for his innovative in- interventions in preventing depression and building strength and well-being. Hello, Olushegu. It's a pleasure for you to join us today. Thank you. Thank you for having me. Good afternoon. Good afternoon. Trust you're doing very well. Yeah, thank God. Uh, today has been great so, so far. Amazing, amazing. So as I said in my introduction, it's the New Year's and everybody's trying to make resolutions about what to do and what not to do. And it can be very funny because at the end of the day, it turns out that a lot of us do not really do what we say we are going to do. <laughs> So I want to know, like, what exactly motivates people to set New Year resolutions? Okay. First off, I'm going to start with this quote. It says, when something comes to an end, it's an opening to a new beginning. Mm. When something comes to an end, it's an opening to a new beginning. Ordinarily, with the fact that the year is coming to an end, it comes to you psychologically that, have I been able to achieve anything this year? What have I done better? What am I supposed to do better? What am I supposed to stop doing? How do I improve my lifestyle? How do I improve my business? How do I improve my behavior? How do I improve my relationship? How do I improve my career? All of these questions begins to come to your mind as the year goes to an end. And so as an individual, the first thing is like, okay, maybe I had a shortcoming here. I couldn't achieve this. I couldn't achieve that much. Then you look at the new year coming right there in front of you and believe that, okay, I'm going into a new year. It's a new start. It is a fresh start for me. I'm doing everything I knew. And so I want to also improve myself and I want to also start everything afresh. So it's more or less like a reset button for every individual. So in that line, you now begin to make promises. You begin to take decisions uh, going into the new year. Uh, you believe that, okay, with those decisions, those decisions are supposed to propel you to achieve your set goal. So the year resolution is more or less like a promise you make to yourself or a decision to do something differently in the new year. And uh, it's probably most times done just to improve yourself, improve your career, improve your relationship, improve everything around yourself and uh, with the mindset that you want to do something differently. And so for people, it's more or less like, okay, when you do a review and introspection into the year that is ending, then you want to project into the next year and say you want to do better than what you've done before in the previous year. Mm, that's very true. But do you think that there are any common types of resolutions? And have these trends changed over time? Like the resolutions that we make, have they changed over time? Well, the most common resolution is always to do something better. 
And basically, you just want to say, oh, I want to reduce my weight. Or I want to live healthy this year. I want to go green this year. I want to get some courses done this year. Mm-hmm. You, you have all of those things, all in the bracket of improving yourself. It's all about personal development for individuals. But I will say that when people make those resolutions, the, the major challenge for many people out there is that a lot of people don't want to experience the pain that comes with change. Mm. That is the major problem. The, the trend is common. It's always like similar resolutions for everybody. Everything is all about improving oneself because we are, we are all different. What you want is different from what I want. But the common goal is more or less like you want to improve yourself, you want to do better. But the situation for people is always that in the course of trying to do better for yourself, you get to that point whereby you don't want to experience pain. And the pain of not changing has to be greater than the pain of changing. Mm. So do you say that? So it means that if we're not willing to embrace pain or a different change that we really will not change, could this be the reason why people are not really, or why New Year resolutions are not really effective? Well, I'll absolutely say yes. And the, the major reason is because we don't want to be uncomfortable at any point. At all. You don't want to, okay, for instance, let's take this. Uh, you want to lose weight, but you're not ready to exercise and go through the pain of exercising. Because the first day you try exercising, I'm sure all your joints will be paining you. <laughs> Very true. And so wait for the next morning to do the same exercise, you are like, oh, I don't think I want to go through this pain again. So by the time, but the, the beauty of it is that if you're able to withstand the discomfort for a week or two, your body just gets used to the pain. Mm. But that one week or two weeks that you're going to go through pain, how many people can go through that? Mm. So it's all about discomfort. In order to change the behavior, you have to be uncomfortable. And the truth about it is that nobody really wants to be uncomfortable. Because there, there's, there are some sacrifices you need to make. There are some uh, pains you need to go through to be comfortable. But the first thing is you need to go through a bit of discomfort at some point, then you now become comfortable. So a lot of people don't want to go through that journey of discomfort. And also one of the major reasons why some of these New Year resolutions do not work is the issue of thinking too big. We all want drastic change rather than taking it in small pieces. You just make a New Year resolution. Hey, I want to buy a new car this year. I want to build a house this year. Yeah, fantastic proposition. But are you ready to go through the saving culture? Are you ready to go through pain to save enough money to be able to achieve what you want to achieve? Are you ready to deprive yourself of some comfort to be able to achieve your goals? So what happens majorly is that you stick to it and the first month comes by, the second month comes by, and one economic challenge just hits you. Something comes up unexpectedly and the next thing is you just deviate from your something else okay you you're saving a hundred k for instance every month to be able to achieve your set goal for maybe october 2024 and something just goes wrong and you just have to expend your finances you have to expend the money you've been saving Mm -hmm. and next thing like they say in local palace trouble not they finish So as you're trying to resolve one, another one comes up, another one comes up. And before you know, 
you just lose focus. Mm. So by March, you are already losing focus. By, by March, you are adjusting your New Year resolution that, okay, I thought I was going to buy this particular car, but I think I'll buy the smaller product. <laughs> sure. So you keep adjusting. And before you know, by June, you are even forgotten totally about it. So it, it comes in like that. So it takes a lot of it takes a lot of commitment to be able to achieve any change that you want to make in your life. True. I'm saying that. Do you think that there are any specific strategies or tools that help in achieving resolutions? And also, how important is accountability in this process of trying to achieve your resolutions? Yeah. Um. First off, as an individual, you need accountability partners. It is number one thing you need to achieve any set goal. You need accountability partners because you can't do it all alone. It is always said that life is life with others. You can't live all alone. So you need people around you. You need people in your circle. But the people in your circle, in your accountability circle, are people who are going to be brutally honest to you. People who are going to tell you yes for yes, no for no. And your accountability partners are people who are progressive-minded as well. Mm. You don't need a large, a, a large circle. Maybe you could have 100 friends, but your accountability partner might just be about two or three. Those are people who you sit down with and you discuss your future with. And you tell them, okay, I intend to achieve a new, I want to start a new business by March 2024. By February 2024, they are asking you questions. Have you started something? What are your plans? By March 2024, they are telling you that why haven't you started? And they are looking you eyeball to eyeball and telling you why haven't you started? So they put you on your toes all, all the time. They put you on your toes. They put pressure on you. They are asking you questions. So you need accountability partners going into the new year if you really want to make it, if you really want to make an effective change in your life. It is something that you don't need all year round. It's not just the one for the sake of, oh, you want to achieve your new year resolution. It is what you need all year round. So that is number one. You need uh, accountability partners to all be around you. And also number two is more or less like you need to, no matter what you want to achieve as your new year resolution, you need to, first of all, ask, your quest, ask yourself the question, why do you want this new year resolution? Why do you want this change? If you are able to answer the question, why, then you will look at different strategies of achieving it because there might be several doors into a house. It might just not be just one door. Mm. So you can come into any door. The question is, you want to achieve this, or how do I achieve this? You can try different strategies. So you need a strategy that is going to work for you that will not bring too much discomfort and it will, you would also enjoy even doing it. Because that's where a lot of people make mistakes. You want to lose weight, for instance. Everybody is going to the gym, or you want to, you can also decide to buy the equipment into the house, or you might decide to look for someone who is also in a similar situation that is going to keep encouraging you that, oh, this is 6 a.m., we need to go to the gym. Oh, this is 6 a.m., we need to start exercising. Because if you decide to do it all day long, you might not be able to achieve anything. Yeah, sure. Because when, when it all calls, you wake up, the alarm rings at 6 a.m., and um, you tell yourself, okay, when is 6.15, I'll wake up, I'll stand up. <laughs> When they sit, you're like, no, exactly. And at the end of the day, eight o'clock, you're still on your bed. Like, I'll try again. And, next um... week, and before you know, you start losing it. So, you need to just create your own strategy. Life is a do it yourself project. 
It is not about what other people say, what about people think about you. It is about you and you alone. What works for you might not work for me. Some people are early risers. They want to do their exercises in the morning. And you see some people don't want to do their exercises in the evening. Sure. So not because everybody wakes up 5 a.m. to jog in the neighborhood. You now begin to feel bad. I say, <laughs> okay, you want to start jogging by 5 a.m. Mm. And there are also different starting. For health reasons, you might not even be able to jog because of your BP. Sure. The doctor might tell you, you don't need to jog, just walk. So it is what works for you that you need. So that's why I said you must ask yourself the question, why do I want to achieve this? So once you're able to answer the question why, then you now begin to look at what is the best strategy that is going to work for me so that you are able to be consistent. Consistency is the key word. If you are able to be consistent, then you're able to withstand every discomfort and you're able, once you're able to withstand it, you stay focused and you will be able to achieve your set goals. And at intervals, every three months, every two months, you begin to do a review. So one of the other strategies that you also need is to have what is called a vision board. A vision board is just something like a board where you're just putting all your goals, all your visions, all your proposals for the year, all your intentions that you want to achieve. So what you just need to do, it could come in the form of a picture, it could come in front of a write-up, it depends on what you want. And you take it in in piecemeals. You don't just write everything because if you give, if, I'm, I'm sure if you give somebody a pen and a notepad and say, write everything you want, I'm sure Maybe you do it by sentence. So you just try to categorize them. What do I want to achieve in the next three months? What do I want to achieve in another three months? What do I want to achieve in two months' time? So you write it down, put it on your vision board, and place it just opposite where your bed is. So you wake up in the morning, you see it. You want to go to bed, you look up, you see it. You wake up in the middle of the night, you want to go pee see it you see it every day now this is how it works what you see what you hear what goes into your five senses as a way of affecting your life if you wake up in the neighborhood out what you hear is yeah conductors shouting here and there uh, all these uh, ladies that hawk uh, alcoholic drinks fighting every morning cussing and all that you know how that's going to affect you yeah. psychologically if you wake up in a neighborhood where all you hear is, you know, things about improvement, encouragement, people around you, all you talk about is positivity. It affects your life as well. So what you see, what you hear, what you touch, all of these things, what you smell has a way of affecting your life. So if you see your vision every day of your life, it sinks. Because I tell you, if you do an experiment, if ten people, if you take ten people and tell them to they tell, they tell you that New Year's resolution in January 1st. I tell them the same New Year resolution by, let's say, April 1st. Some of them have forgotten. Very true. Very, very true. They can't remember what they decided to change in their life. They can't remember. The promise they made to themselves, they can't remember. <laughs> because they are bombarded with a lot of interfering variables. You're thinking of your life. You're thinking of, oh, I need to get a husband, or I need a wife, or I need to pay school fees, I need this, I need to pay this bill. Everything is bombarding you left, right, center. There's pressure at work, there's pressure in school. You know, it comes in left and right. And at the end of the day, the way the way the society is even wired is more or less like you don't even have time for yourself. Very, uh, man, I don't. But your own personal self, 
you barely have time to <laughs> You wake up in the morning, you're either going to school or you're going to work. Or trying to bridge traffic. Beating traffic, you're doing something. Somebody on the road is aggressive towards you. You know, you're facing this. You have a relationship, you're dealing with your girlfriend or your boyfriend or your husband or your wife. Your children are there. A lot of things are just coming. There's family issues, friends, everybody around. There's pressure here and there. That to even begin to think about your own self in terms of your personal growth, it can be very difficult. Mm. That's why you find out that a lot of people just follow the flow. They are not in charge of their life. A lot of people are just wheelbarrows. Mm. Just push them anyway. Life just pushes them. They are not in control of their life. The offense says, this is where we're going. They say, they just go. Oh, the boss says, this is where we're going. They just follow. Oh, who says this? Everything just, they just live their life just the way it comes. But if you really want to make effect change, you need to be in control of your life. And it's quite difficult because it takes a lot of determination and focus. So your vision board is very key for you because it helps you remember your vision. It helps you remember your goals. It, it sticks into your head. Because what you see consistently, it becomes part of you. And so you eat, you sleep, you drink, you dream. And so even when you're walking, when you're doing anything, it keeps reminding you. And it helps you guide your behavior. Because if you're going to take steps that are good, that's going to hinder your goals, it comes as a reminder. And so at the end of the day, you just begin to adjust yourself towards it. And if you're consistent with it, with a lot of discipline, you will be able to achieve it. And so lastly, I'm going to talk about people moving in from their comfort zone to their action zone. A lot of people, once they find a bit of discomfort, they just chicken out. So a lot of people find it difficult to be able to move from their comfort zone to their action zone. And this is also why a lot of New Year resolutions just die from the first week of the New Year. So it's very important for us that if you really want to have effective change, then you must be able to go through a lot of pain, be ready to face the consequences. So the first thing is the comfort zone is more or less like a safe zone. You are in control. Yeah. You determine everything that happens to you. But if you want to really face your challenges, then you graduate from your comfort zone to your fear zone. This is where you're scared. You're scared of the future. Would I be able to meet up? Will I be able to achieve this? Because, you know, if you're going to change, the first thing I want to draw you back is fear of the unknown. Mm. You're beginning to worry that if I take this step, is it going to disrupt what I'm doing? What if I fail on the way? What will people say? How people look at me? And you, you now begin to find excuses. If you start jogging today because you want to lose weight and suddenly you stop and your friends are like, ah, why did you stop jogging? You don't come to the gym anymore. Then you start making excuses. Oh, uh, it's off my way now. Yeah, I moved yeah. from my branch. Branch, uh, the traffic is much, uh, uh, this and that, because you are also scared. People are scared of changes. Or oh, what will people say about me? If I look too lean now, people will say, "Am I sick?" People are asking me questions. Are you, are you okay? So you are even even you are even scared of people making the right change. So, but you need to face your fears. So fear for me is either face everything and run, or face everything and rise. That is how I define fear. So it's that you face everything and wrong, or you face everything and rise. So you need to face your fears. And once you're able to face your fears, you move to what you call the learning zone. The learning zone where you begin to learn from your experiences. You begin to learn from your challenges. You begin to learn from 
what he's been able to go through in the process of trying to make a change. All the things that has happened, you begin to learn from it. And once you learn from it, you move to your growth zone. And once you begin to grow, you begin to take the right actions towards achieving your goal. So it's a process. But everybody gets stagnated in the fear zone. Because once you, once you take a step, the step goes wrong or something goes wrong, you run back to your comfort zone. And that's where the problem is. But if you really want to make changes, you know, like I said, you ask yourself the why. You have a vision, but make sure your goals are not too ambiguous or too big for you. You can take them as um, piecemeal, take it three, three months, make a resolution for three months, make another resolution for another three months, achieve that, do a review. So they say plan, do, and review. You know, so just plan, do, take actions towards it, review your action, see whether it's making right changes or not. Then carry it over to another three months, keep working on it, and before the end of the year, you will have seen that you've achieved at least about 60 to 70% of your entire New Year resolution. That is, I've, I've, I, I could not even say anything because I've learned so much. I think this year I'll finally force myself to create a New Year resolution and maybe using this pattern that you have spoken about, I'll be able to finally achieve all my new resolutions and at the end of 2024 i can boast and say oh i made these resolutions and i've been able to actually actually achieve them to plan to do and to review take your resolutions in smaller bits so that you can actually achieve them don't make ambiguous so i cannot say that i intend to buy a let's say a porsche in 2024 when I, I have money for Toyota Camry. Exactly. When you buy your Toyota Camry and gradually move to your Porsche sure. in the next week. Sure. Sure. It's a journey, not a sprint. Mm-hmm. It's a journey, not a sprint. I've learned. I just, I feel like I wish I could just sit down and continue to listen to well, thank you very much. Thank you for this. I really appreciate it. I'm sure that everybody that is listening and is going to listen really appreciates it. And we, I should, if we make sure that we become accountability partners for some people so that at the end of this year, 2024, we can say, oh, yes, I was able to do this and do that. Thank you, Mr. Lushigo. Thank you very much. And I hope I'll be able to speak to you another time, especially towards any of this, of your key focus professionally, personally, that'll be amazing. I'll be readily available to speak to people and um, I'll offer myself um, any day, any time to share my little experiences and uh, my professional expertise to be able to help people out there. The goal is about making impact, adding value. Um, transforming life. So we are here to help in behavior modification because there are lots of people out there going through a lot of challenges. Uh, we understand the economic challenges we are facing, the political crisis here and there, True. social insecurity. A lot of issues are out there and uh, not everybody has the shock absorber enough to be able to withstand all of this pressure. Mm-hmm. Some people just need to pressure, they want to commit suicide. True. While they will laugh just this little thing, uh, why? <laughs> Looks little. Yeah. Yeah, it's quite. So uh, and, uh, with my profession, we've uh, been able to 
handle a lot of cases and uh, sometimes you look at those cases and you just smile like wow people are really good in lots so what i can withstand some people cannot even withstand it and you just be looking at how why those are the questions you keep asking but that is just their own makeup so you have to just deal with it people are different if um, people do not vary life will be meaningless if you think the same way eat the same way walk the same way wear the same clothes life will be boring true very true so the individual differences is what makes life interesting and very complex so we are here at your service all the time i will definitely be using more of your service and i'm sure that everybody will be very interested in listening to you more and more thank you very much thank you very much